Today's daf is Bavakama daf Lamed Aleph. We are at the Mishnah, three lines from the top of daf Lamed Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. Today's daf is being learned as a schus for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, Hanesunim Batsara Uveshivya. Zok the Hilgim Mishnah. Shnei Kadarim. There were two people that sold pots, Kederos. Shayu Mahalchin Zeacharzeh. They were walking. In the Rishos Rabim, one person was walking behind the other. Viniskal Harishai, the first person stumbled, Vinafal and he fell, Viniskal Hasheni Birishai. And then the second person who was walking behind the first person stumbled on the first person. Says the Mishnah Harisha Chayev Viniske Sheni. The first person to fall is going to be Chayev to any damages that occur to the second person. So very straightforward. There are two people. They're walking one behind the other. They're carrying kederos. The first person tripped. He fell. As a result, he caused the person behind him to do the same. The second person was damaged. Says the Mishnah, this first person is going to be chayiv in any damages that occurred to the second person. Um, Rabbi Yechenon, so Rabbi Yechen commented on the Mishnah. He said, don't think that Pshad in the Mishnah that says that the first person that stumbles and falls and causes the second person to be damaged is chayiv, is because Rameiri, the time of the Mishnah is Rameir, it is a stop Mishnah, the Omar who holds niskal poishayahu v'chayiv. What does that mean? So earlier in the parak. And we'll see a lot more about this in the course of the daf. We were exposed to a big machloikis tanoim, niskal poisheya or niskal lav poisheya. So if a person is walking and then he stumbles, as a result, he causes damage. Do we say that when a person stumbles, he's viewed as having been negligent and therefore responsible for any damages that occur as a result of him being niskal? Or no, a niskal is not a pesheya, he's an oinis, and as a result, he's going to be potter. Reb Meyashita was niskal pesheya, and there were others that were chaylik and held that niskal is not pesheya. Says Rabbi Yochanan, at first glance, it would seem very convenient to learn, Pshad in our Mishnah, that this is Rameir, who holds niskal pesheya, and therefore the first person that was niskal, that was the Lashon of the Mishnah, is going to be chayif in the event that it caused any damages to the Shady. But says Rabbi Yochanan, that that's not necessarily Pshad in the Mishnah, meaning could be Pshad in the Mishnah, but it doesn't have to be Pshad in the Mishnah. Why? Because Elo, I feel the Rabban and Damian, so because the Mishnah, I hold, could be going even going to the Rabban and that hold that Niskal is really annoying. And ordinarily, Upater, so that if a person is Niskal and as a result of the Niskal he causes damages, he's going to be Pater. In this case, he's going to be Chayib. And the reason is, Could be, says Rabbi Yechon, the reason the first person is Chayib is not for the Etzim falling and the Etzim stumbling, but it's once he stumbled. Okay, now pick yourself up, clean up your mess, and make sure nobody's going to get hurt. This person didn't do that, and it's for that reason, says Rabbi Yechon, the first person is going to be chayef, even though niskal really is anointed. Meaning, Pasha, you learn the reason the first person is chayef is because he's a chroy for the fact that he was niskal. Says Rabbi Yechon, if thou upshot in the Mishnah, would be telling the machloikis niskal peshea or niskal oinis. Rabbi Yechon says, I don't think you have to say that. Could be the Mishnah is going even according to the shittas that hold niskal is anointed. You're an oinis for falling, but you're not an oinis for what happens afterwards. Meaning, after you fell, okay, now clean up the mess. The mess happened by oinis. And if the damage would have occurred at that very second, Anachinami, you would have been potter. The reason Yechayv in the Mishnah was, Shahoyoloi, Lamoid, Veloi, Amir. Nachum, my Yitzchak, 
that it's not muhach that the Mishnah is going according to Ramea that holds Niskal Peshech. The Mishnah could be even according to the Shittas that hold that when a person falls, he's considered an Oymas. And the reason you're Chayiv in the Mishnah is not for falling, but for what you didn't do after you fell. Now, Rabbi Yochanan said that what was the Taina? The Taina was you should have gotten up, which would imply that the only time you'd be Chayiv is if the damage occurred within that amount of time that the person could have gotten up. Meaning, it might take a few minutes for him to clean up this whole situation. So that if the damage has occurred after he could have been oimed uh, and was not, it's in that instance he would be chayef. If, however, the damages would have occurred very close to when he fell, in that instance, he would have been potter. But Rav Nachum by Yitzchak says, I don't think you have to make that akimta, because I think that even if Niskos Lapo and even if he was loy hoyo loy lamo, meaning he didn't have enough time to get up, still, he's going to be chayev, and the reason is because hoyo loy lahazer v'loy hezer. At the very least, what he should have done was he should have yelled, and he should have warned the person behind him, listen, I'm, I just fell, meaning, could be this person is not paying attention to the road. So, what he could have at the very least done was warn him, and being that he didn't warn him, the halach is, he's still going to be chayef, Rabbi Yochanan. Why didn't Rabbi Yochanan learn like Rav Nachman by Yitzchak? Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan sounds like he's saying that the only thing we're going to be mechayef, this first person, for is not getting up. But let's say the damage occurred before he had the ability to get up, then he's going to be potter. L'chur, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak is saying, good, even if he didn't have an ability to get up, he could have warned the person, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan holds, to the extent that the damage occurred in such close proximity to when he fell, meaning he didn't even have enough time to get up yet, that you can't have a time on the person why he didn't worse, warn the person behind him. And the reason is, one word, detarred. Because we assume that he's focused on getting up, and as a result, it's very hard to do two things at the same time. So if he's trying to dust himself off right now, you can't have a time on him. How come he didn't warn the person behind him? So the bottom line is, the Mishnah said there were two Kadarim, the first person was Niskal, second person was Niskal as a result. The first person is going to be Chayib in any damages that occurred to the Sheni. Pasha, when you look at this Mishnah, you say, oh, this must be Rameir who holds Niskal Poshaya. Because if Niskal is Oynes, why is he Chayib? But Tamayroim, Rabbi Yochanan and Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, respectively, both said, not Muchach. Doesn't have to be that way. Meaning, the Mishnah could be going even according to the Rabbanon who hold. If Niskal's la peshea, meaning Niskal's an oinus, you can't be mechayev a person for what happened by oinus. The Teretz is, the reason he's chayev is not for falling, but it's for what happened after he fell. What should it have done after he fell? Rabbi Yechelen said, he should have gotten up. And true, if he didn't have enough time to get up, he's going to be potter. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak said he should have warned the guy behind him. And even if he didn't have enough time to get up, but he had enough time to warn him, and it's for that reason he's going to be chai. Why did Rabbi Yechon not learn like Rav Nachman by Yitzchak? Rabbi Yechon holds you chai for not getting up. So why are you not chai for warning the guy? Because to the extent that he didn't have enough time to get up, he also then is not a chroy for not warning because he's tired with trying to get up. And to the extent he's tired with trying to get up, you can't have a time know why he didn't warn the person behind him. So Gemara now is going to ask a kasha on Rabbi Yechonatram. We're going to the Mishnah, so this is a Balkaira with a hay. For those that don't have a Gemara in front of them, not with an Aleph. So we don't mean the Balkaira who's in Shul. But we're talking about a person that was carrying a Kaira. He was carrying a beam. So he was walking in front, and there was somebody that was a Balchavis, 
he was carrying the chavis, the cask. He's behind the balkaira. Either way, so they're walking together. Nishbur chavis balkaira. In the event that the chavis that the balchavis was carrying broke because it came in contact with the kaira, so the halacha is potter. The balkaira is going to be potter, meaning the balchavis walked into him. So as a result, he's going to be potter. Vim amad balkaira. In the event that the balkaira stopped. And that's what caused the damage to happen. Chayev, he's going to be Chayev. Says the Gemara, my love, isn't it fair to assume that when we say that the Balkaira stopped, the reason he stopped was to make the Kaira a little more comfortable on his shoulder. I Meaning you're carrying the Kaira on your shoulders. Every now and again, you're going to have to stop to adjust it a little bit. Now, if he did that, the Urchehu, it would be considered a very normal thing to do. Viktani Chayev, yet he's Chayev. Why is he chayef? A person's chayef for damaging someone when he does something out of the ordinary. But if this person is just doing what people usually do in the Rosh Hashanah, so why would he be chayef? The reason must be the Havalei hazard. Probably because he had a responsibility to warn the person behind him. So before he stopped, he should have warned the person. Now, who's this Akash on? It's a kash on the You see from here that a person has an obligation to warn someone behind him. Now, Toysfis, top Toys on the Yom, it adds one line, which is critical to understand Pashup Shan and the Gemara. That this person who stopped to adjust this that he's carrying was torrid with adjusting this that he was carrying. And still there's a taina that you should have been mazer. So you see from here that even a person that's tarred, there's an idea that you should have warned. So if that's the case, why Rabbi Yechelen say that the reason Yechayev in our Mishnah is because you should have gotten up, but Ke'ilu, if you didn't have enough time to get up, you would have been part there. Ah, you should have warned. The Teretz is the Torah. Lechura, you see from this Mishnah clearly that there's no time of Torah. You're always supposed to warn and don't tell me anything about Torah. The Gemara says, Lord, this whole Raya from the Mishnah is predicated on the fact that we're assuming that when this person stopped, the reason he stopped was Lekatev. But the Gemara says, maybe that's not what happened. What happened was, Kishamadlafush. He stopped, Pasha, to take a little bit of a break. And to stop, stop to take a break, Rashi says, Mishonuhu. Because people don't do that in the Rosh Hashanah, you veer off to the side of the road, right? If you're driving, you're not going to just stop in the middle of the highway because you want to take a little break. So if you have to, you have to, but it's not something that people usually do. You pull over, and then you do what you need to do. So being that that's already considered Mishunah, it's for that reason he's going to be chayiv. Meaning the reason he's chayiv is not Shehoyoloi Lahazer. The reason he's chayiv is because he did something Mishunah. But the Gemara says, He's telling me that in the event that he would have stopped with Katif, he would have been potter. And you wouldn't say Why not? Because he started. But the Gemara says if that's the case, Adatani Sefer. If you look in the Sefer of that Mishnah, by the way, we're going to learn this Mishnah tomorrow in great detail. It's in tomorrow's da. But if you look in the Sefer of the Mishnah, it says If this person that was carrying the Kaira would turn to the person behind him and would say stop, and he didn't stop anyways, so then the halach is he'd be potter. Meaning, if the Balkaira stops and he tells the person behind him to stop, and then damage takes place, the halach is potter. Now, if you're going to tell me that it's possible that the Balkaira would be potter even if he didn't tell the person behind him to stop. How so? If he was oimed lakatev. Why? Because there's no taina hoyoloi lahazer. Why not? Because he started. If that's the case, then if the Mishnah wants to tell me a hechatimza, where if the Balkaira stops, he's going to be potter. Why do we have to jump to a case where he told the guy behind him to stop? We could have said 
that halacha, even when he didn't tell the person behind him. This is what the mission should have said. When do we say that if the Bakari stops, he's going to be chayv kisham the fush? That's if he stopped to take a break. Why? Because that's Mishuna. But if he stopped to adjust the load, Potter is going to be Potter. And for the fact that the mission didn't say that, it sounds like that when we say that if the person stops, he's chayv, he's chayv, say if he did a lafush, which is Mishuna, even if he did it in a way that's orche, and the reason he's chayv, it's orche, is because Havalila has, but the Mara says, no, it could be the diak's not a diak, and really the Mishnah could have said, if it wanted to, that in the event that he stopped to adjust the load, the halachas would be potter. So why didn't the Mishnah say that? Because Hakamash one, the Mishnah wanted to tell me a different chiddush, right? The Mishnah can't tell me every chiddush in the world. That's why we have prices. So the Mishnah wanted to tell me something else. What the Mishnah wanted to say is the Afagata Amalafosh. Even if he stopped Lafosh, he did something Mishnah. But if he tells the Balchavis to stop, the halacha is still he's going to be potter. Toshma. Another riot to this discussion. Hakadar. So Kadar are people that sold kideros. These are people that sold glass. They were walking one behind another. If the first person stumbled, and he fell. Then the second person stumbled over the first person, and he fell. So this is already a whole pile up. The third person fell behind the second person. Says the price of the Allah is as follows. The first person's for any damages that happened to the second person. And the second person is going to be for any damages that happened to the third person. Let's say the third person fell, not Machmas the second person, but also Machmas the first person. So the first person fell, that caused the second person to fall. And the third person to fall. So Ki'ilu, the third person's falling also Machmas the Rishon, not Machmas the Sheni. The Gemara Namad Beis is going to tell us what the case is. So then the Allah is Rishon Chayiv in this Kula. The first person is going to be Chayiv for the damages that happened to the second person and for the damages that happened to the third person. If, however, they all warned each other, so then the Allah is that everyone is going to be Potter. So we have a b'risa that mirrors the sugi that we're learning right now, where if somebody falls, and then as a result, somebody else falls, as a result, even a third person fell. So the Allah is, you're chayef for what happened behind you, unless you warned them. If you warned them, then you're going to be potter. So the Gemara says, my laugh, as it relates to this b'risa, isn't it fair to assume that we're discussing that it's talking about where these people did not have an opportunity to get up. And really, they didn't have enough time to get up. If that's the case, why would these people that fell be chayev? Probably because they should have warned the people behind them. I, they didn't have enough time to get up. They were tarred. Oh, so it's a riot to Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. It's a kasha and Rav Yoichan. Now, it's not a flourish, but it's a maylab. The Gemara is assuming that's probably the way it is. The Gemara says, Rav Yoichan is going to tell you very simply, this price is talking about where they had enough time to get up, and because they had enough time to get up, therefore they're chayif for not getting up. But had they not had enough time to get up, they would not be chayif for not warning the people behind them, because being that the tarred were trying to get up, so you're not chayif for not warning. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, then avaloi hoyulam lamid. So you tell me if they didn't have enough time to get up, really, they would be potter. So similar kasha to what the Gemara said earlier. Right, the Sefer of the Bryce, gave us a case where it would be shayach, that even though they fell and they caused the person behind them to get damaged, still there would be potter. What's the case if they warned them? They said, I'm telling you, I fell. Why do you have to come on to such a case? Why don't we say a case where they would be potter even if they didn't warn the person behind them. How's that? 
say as follows. When do we say the Chayiv Shayilam Lamoid? Where they had an opportunity to get up. But if they have enough time to get up to him, they're going to be potter. Why? Because they're Torah, so you can't have any tainas. So isn't that then a Raya Nalak Rebbech? And Mara says, no. Really, if the Brysa wanted to say that, the Brysa could have said that. Why did the Brysa not say it? Because the Brysa wanted to say something else. Again, Brysa, like the Mishnah, can't say everything. So the Brysa wanted to teach me a different Chiddush. Even though they had an opportunity to get up, in the event that they warned the people behind them, the Allah is that they are going to be potter. Either way, this concludes the first part of today's daf, which was Machloikis Amoyram, Rab Yoichanon, and Rab Nachman by Yitzchak, regarding somebody that falls in the Rosh Rabin. Now, this person is lying, made a big mess. The halacha is that although he's not chayiv necessarily for any damages that would have occurred at the second that he fell, but at the same time, you have an obligation to clean up this mess. In fact, if somebody now gets damaged and it happens after you had enough time to get up and clean up whatever needed to be cleaned up, that loch is, you're going to be chayef. The shayla is, what happens if somebody gets damaged before you had an opportunity to get up? Are you going to be chayef or are you not going to be chayef? What would be the svar you should be potter? What do you want from me? Niskal la meaning niskal's annoyingness. I didn't have enough time to get up, so just like I'm potter for anything that happens b'shas nefila, I'm going to be potter for anything that happens before I had a chance to get up. And as I helped Rabbi Yechonah, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says, no, you could have at least warned the guy. Says Rabbi the Gemara to Rabbi Yechonah, Nachman Yitzchak saying, good, why couldn't you at least warn him? Just let him know. Right? Put your hazard lights on. Let the person know that something just happened. So the Gemara says, Mishum the Torah, to the extent that he just broke down. So he's Torah and you can't have kindness on him. And it's for that reason, you're not going to be chayv. This is the Machloikis between Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak and Rabbi Yechonah. The Machloikis was how to learn the Mishnah. The Gemara had a Toshma from a Brisa. The second part of today's daf is going to discuss a comment that Rava made on the Brisa that the Gemara just brought in the Toshma. So the reason this Brisa was introduced to Perakaminiach was because we thought that in the Brisa there was a Hachra regarding the Machloikis between Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Nachman by Yitzchak. Now that we brought the Brisa, the Gemara is going to do a deep dive into understanding the Brisa. And that deep dive is going to center and pivot around a commentary of Rafa. And as we'll see in the course of Miot HaKamos, however, Rafa Echos, that the Gemara is going to introduce three different understandings of what exactly this commentary of Rafa was. So I think it's Kedai, before we see Rafa, just to recap a few ideas that we've learned throughout Masechtis Babakama and really most notably in the last few dafim, because they're very, very pertinent to understanding the next part of the Gemara. Number one, there's a machloikis in Shas, niskal poishea or niskal oinis. If a person stumbles, he falls on his own feet, and now he causes damage. Do we view him as a poishea, you're responsible for any damages that took place, or do we view him as being an oinis? In today's daf, it's a machloikis rameir in the Rabbanon. The longer version of this sugya is taf chafches, taf chafches, but it's a machloikis tana. Whether niskal's poishaya, thus responsible, or niskal's oynes, therefore he's not going to be responsible. Another idea that was discussed and that we need for today's daf is the machloikis regarding someone that's mafkir nezakov. So if somebody has something in a Rosh Hashanah and this is very, very dangerous, and he makes it hefker, 
and then somebody gets damaged. Is this person responsible for the damage that occurred, or is he not? Logic would dictate he should be responsible. But there is a mandoma that holds that a mafkin is zokov, the halach is, you're not responsible for any damages that occur. It's true, you're the one who created this quote-unquote barbish sarabim, but at the same time, it's hefker. And if it's hefker, you can't be achrayt. Gemara made a toli, the machlik is tanom, but the bottom line is, a shayla, mafkin is zokov chayef, mafkin is zokov potter. Another thing that emerged in the sugi of mafkin is zokov is that everybody agrees that in the event that the nizokov of this person that's in Rishos Arabim, got there by Oynes, then Mafkin Azakov is going to be Pater. So it's a Shaila Mafkin Azakov Chayav Pater, but Kuli Alma Loi Pligi, that if this Nezakov came about, Al Yedei Anoynes, then a Mafkin Azakov is going to be Pater. Another halacha we need to know is that when the Torah mentions the Mazik of Bar, so the Torah says that what got damaged? Shor or Chamar. Darshan, Shor so that if, although a bar is one of the arba of but at the same time, a person that digs a bar is a and an adam or kalim is what falls into the bar, talachas is going to be potter. Stating that there's a very important distinction between the drush of shavalay adam and chamarvalay kalim. When we say shavalay adam, what it means is that if a person dies, you're going to be potter. But if a person is damaged, you're going to be chayv. When we say chamar v'lo it means that even if the keli is damaged, still you're going to be potter. And the reason is because when it comes to kelim, shvirasan zuhi misasan. A person, there's two dinim, misa and nezaken. But when it comes to a keli, if the keli is damaged, we view it as if the keli died. And therefore, we can't be mechalik and halacha between a keli breaking versus a keli dying. It just doesn't make sense. But here's the point, that if a person digs a bar and a person falls into the bar and he gets damaged, Yechayef, I, I know that's regarding Ketola, that's regarding Misa. But as it relates to Nezokin, you're going to be Chayef. When it comes to Kalim, if a Kalim breaks in a bar, the halach is that you're going to be Potter. And finally, another idea that we're going to need for the Cheshven is the Machloikis Rav and Shmuel which Machlech is Rav and Shmuel, there have been a few, Avnoi Sakinoi Umasoi, She'enicham B'Shosh HaRabim, Bidoloi Afkirinu. So if somebody has something very dangerous, Chazal's Moshul always was, Avnoi Sakinoi Umasoi, which is three things, not one thing, but either an Evan, or a Sakin, or a Maso. If you were a Mafkir, meaning it belongs to you, so if damage occurs, you're for sure going to be Chayev. Stating that, Machlech is, are you Chayev Midin Shor? Or Yechayef Midin Bar. Rav holds Yechayef Midin Shar, whereas Shmuel holds Yechayef Midin Bar. What's the grace of Nafgamina? The Nafgamina is, would you be Chayef on Niske Kalem? If it's a Shar, my Shar damages Kalem, I'm going to be Chayef. If it's a Bar, then I'm going to be Potter from Niske Kalem. So either way, with that Hakdama of ideas that we already know. So we had a Brysa. The Brysa said that there were Kadarim, there were Zagogin, they were Mahalchen Zachazah. They're all walking in a very neat single file. One person tripped, and it created the literal domino effect. So he falls, the second person fell on the first person, the third person fell on the second person. So what's the halacha? The first person's chai if any damages that occurred to the second person, and the second person's going to be chai if any damages that occurred to the third person. Oh, my Ravah said that. Although the Braisa said that the first person's chai if what happened to the second person, and the second person's chai if what happened to the third person, but it's not the same. What Chayev means when we discuss Rishon towards the Sheini is not the same as what Chayev means 
when we're discussing Shani towards the Shlishi, meaning Rishon Chayev Beniske Shani, Bein Beniske Gufay, Bein Beniske Mamoy. The Rishon is going to be Chayev for any damages that occurred to the Shani, whether the damage occurred Beniske Gufay or whether the damage occurred Beniske Mamoy. We'll see what that means in a second. Shani Chayev, the second person is going to be Chayev Beniske Shlishi. He's going to be Chayev for any damages that occurred to the Shlishi Beniske Gufay. Avaloi beniske mamoy. So Rabbi said there's a chiluk between what the Bryce means when it says Rishon Chai beniske sheni, what the Bryce means when it says Sheni Chai beniske shlishi. What's the difference? Rishon is Chai of Sai beniske gufay, Sai beniske mamoy. As opposed to Sheni is Chai beniske gufay, is not Chai beniske mamoy. What those words mean is the avoida of the balance of the da. And as we're going to see, the Gemara is going to flip flop. The Gemara is going to think it means one thing, and then the Gemara is going to be Chaiser, and then the Gemara is going to come around. And suggests the third shot, which is Mayain, the first shot. So the Gemara's initial understanding is that Rabbi was saying as follows. When we say that the first person is Chai, if the damages that happened to the second person, it means whether the damage occurred because the second person fell and was damaged by the goof of the first person that fell, or if the second person fell and was damaged as a result of the mamoin of the first person. So remember, these are not just three people that are walking in a Rosh Hashanah. They're carrying schayra, they're carrying pots, they're carrying glass. If you fall, and now all of a sudden, there's a mess, so that means it's probably broken earthenware, there's broken shards of glass. Says Rava, that when we say Rishon Chai Ben it doesn't matter if the second person was damaged from the Gufa Mensch, it doesn't matter if he's chayev from the moment of the match. Either way, he's going to be chayev. When we say the shlish is chayev beniske sheni, it means only beniske gufay. So if the third person got hurt from the guf of the sheni, then the sheni is going to be chayev. But as relates to niske memoyin, so the Gemara says, I don't understand Pash Pashan in the Salach. In this Kopeshehu, if Ravu was of the opinion that the Tana the Bryson holds niskal Pesheya, so that when the person felt he was a Pesheya, then Sheni Nami Lechayev. Then I don't understand why the Sheni is potter from this game of money. Meaning, if Niskal's Pesheya, so I understand why the first person is Chayev for any damages that occur through his guf, he was a Pesheya by now being on the floor, thus you're responsible for any damages that occur. Additionally, you're also Chayev for this game of money. Because the fact that your moment is on the ground is also Machmas your Pesheya. We look at it as if he just Planted or dug a bar in the Rosh Hashanah, therefore he's high. Well, if the first person's a Pesheya because he was Niskal, then the second person is also a Pesheya because he was also Niskal. That was the story. The first person was Niskal, then the second person was Niskal, and then the third person was Niskal. So if Niskal's Pesheya, and that's why the reason is Chai Beniske Gufa Beniske Mimoni, the second person is the Zalbun Niskal, so he should also be Chai Beniske Gufa Beniske Mimoni. And eat Niskal, La Pesheya, who, and if Rob is of the opinion, then Niskal's La Pesheya, well, that would explain maybe why the Shani is Potter from any damages that occurred via his moment. But if that's the case, then the first person should also be part. In other words, the Gemara says, I can't process a chilek between the Rishin towards the Shani and the Shani towards the Shlishi. If anything, it should be totally a Niska Pesheya and Niska La Pesheya. But then Mamar of Shach, they were both Niska. So the Gemara says like this, Rishin Vade Pesheya. As it relates to the Rishin and the way Rashi learns the Gemara, the Rishin was a Pesheya. And the reason it was a Pesheya is because he was Niska. And Rava holds Niskal is a Pesheya. And being that he's a Pesheya, he's Chayef for damages that occurred via his Gof, 
you're a peshev for falling. Thus, you're a peshev for any damage that occurs via your gov. And you're also going to be chai for any damages that occur via your mammon. Because if you're a peshev over the fact that your mammon is now lying on the ground and very, very dangerous, so it's as if you dug a bar. You're going to be chai for this bar. Shani, as it relates to the second person, agufa mechayev, he's going to be chai for any damages that occur via his gov. And the reason is, the the only reason we could be mechaiv, the second person, is for not getting up. Now, we just said niskal peshea. So this is where you need a lot of help from Rashi. Although it's true, niskal is peshea, but only the first person is considered a niskal peshea. The second person is not considered a niskal peshea. Why? Because he didn't just trip. He tripped on somebody. And because he tripped on somebody, that niskal is oinus. That niskal is not peshea. Niskal peshea means when you fall on your own feet, when you're a shlamazo. But when you fall on somebody, that is not a pshia. That's an oinus. I mean, what's he supposed to do? The first person that swerved is the peshea. The second person, my havalei lamebat, he's going to be considered oinus. Now, although it's true he's an oinus, but he's still chayef for any damage that occurs via his guf. And the reason is, like Rabbi Yechanan said in the beginning of the sugya, he should have gotten up. However, I'm a moinay potter. But for any damage that occurs via his mom and his potter, why? The Amalek, because he's going to say, I didn't dig the bar. Who dug the bar? The first person is really the one that dug the bar. Because just like his pshia caused his own bar, so too his pshia caused the second person's bar. So really, he could say, I didn't dig the bar. Now, it's true you didn't dig the bar, but at the same time, clean up the mess. Right? Right? So how come you're not picking up all the broken shards? The tarot says, because as soon as he trips and his thing shatters into a thousand pieces, what does he do? He makes his schayra hefker. He's a mafkir nezakov. And mafkir nezakov is a shayla, right? But we said when someone's nezakov came about in the Rishos HaRabim, and then he's mafkin of everybody holds his potter. So it's for that reason he's going to be potter. So says the Gemara, this is version 1.0 of Rava, that the reason the first person is is because he was a regular niskal peshea. Niskal peshea, so when you fell, you chayef any damages that occur all your day, you goof. When the kalim fell, you're considered someone that dog of bars. Therefore, you're going to be chayef any damages that would cause through your kalim. By the way, when Rava says, Rashi speaks it as, we might as well speak it out too, it's not the same. When you're gufa, you'll be chayef for all damages that occur. Even if it was the second person's glass, for example, still you'll be chayef, because niskei gufa, you're an Adam Amazik, and Adam Amazik is chayef afilu on Kalem. When we say you're for niskei memoinah, your moment is a bar, bar v'loi Kalem. So there is a difference between niskei gufa and niskei memoinah, which will play itself out later in the Gemara. But for sure you're chayef bein b'niskei gufa, bein b'niskei memoinah. The second person, although he was also a niskal, but he wasn't stam a niskal. He was niskal on someone. So therefore he's considered an oinus, Although he's considered an oinus, he's still going to be chayef in this kegufay. Why? Shehoyoloi lamoy. Because you should have dusted yourself off and gotten yourself up. Al nis kegufay. His broken glass, he's potter. 
Why? Because he's a mafkin nezakov. Where the nezakov came about al yidei oynis, and the other halach is he's going to be potter. So very gishmak of shine and rub. The problem is that there's a brisa not this way. Meisav efrek the gemara kulam chayyavan on this case gufan upturim on this case memoyinam. We have a brisa that commented on this case and said as follows: Kulon everybody, meaning the whole chevra here, that all chayiv on this case gufan that any damages that occurred al yidei their guf upturim on this case memoyinam, and the potter for many damages that happened al yidei the mother. My love of Yerushalayim, right? What does kulam mean? Everybody meaning. Even the first one. That's usually what everybody means, right? Doesn't mean except for the first. It means everybody. So you see before us that even the Rishon is part there for any damages that occur all day his moments. So how could Rava say something that's connected to Brisa? Versus Loy. When it says in the Brisa Kulon, it means Levar Mirishon. It means with the exception of the first one. Kulon, but there's a little asterisk. With the exception of the first one. But the Gemara asks the obvious question. It says Kulon. says, Kulan means Kulan Hanezakin. All the people that were damaged, meaning the first person is not a Nizik, he's only a Mazik. After that, the Chevra behind him, they're Niziks and Mazik's, right? In our Bryson, we had three people. There could be five people, ten people. So all the Chevra that were Niziks, they are going to be put there on this game of Moino, like Rav said. But the first person, he's going to be high. But the Gemara says, Hi, Maya, I don't like this. Bishlam, if you're going to tell me when it says Kulon means even the first one, I understand the word Kulon. But if you're going to tell me that it means not including the first person, but the exception of the first one, then my Kulon, why did the Bryce say Kulon? What should have it said? Right? That would seem to be a more appropriate word. Kulon is so misleading. If what you want to say is all the Nezokin, then just say the Nezokin. So why are you saying Kulon? Must be, it means even the first one. If that's the case, you have a Bryce that's Mefurish, not like Rav HaZchidosh. Okay. Rav said, the way we understand it, that Tereshin Tzchai Bein Beniske Gufei Bein Beniske Memoine. What does it mean, Bein Beniske Gufei Bein Beniske Memoine? It doesn't matter if his Gufei was Masik. It doesn't matter if his mama was Masik. Either way, he's going to be Chai. The second person's going to be Chai. Bein Beniske Gufei will be Pata Beniske Memoine. We have a Mefurish Bryce that says that the first person is potter if his mom and damages. That's the case. How could Rav have gone not like a bride? So the Gemara says, Elo Amarovo. Now usually when it says Elo Amarovo, it means Rav is changing what he said. Rav is not changing anything. But rather, Elo Amarovo over here means that we're going to change our understanding of what Rav said. So this is a borrowed term, Elo Amarovo. Elo, what Rav must have meant was as follows. That Rishon Chayiv, the first person is Chayiv, Bein Beniske, Gufay Desheni, when Rava said Rishon Chai Beniske Gufoi U Beniske Mamoinoi, he didn't mean whether his guf or his mom and damages. If his mom and damages is first surprise, Kulam Turim. He's for sure going to be part. So what does he mean Beniske Gufoi Beniske Mamoinoi? He's going to be responsible for any damage that occurred to the second guy's guf or any damage that occurred to the second guy's moment. However, the Shani, the second person, Chayi Beniske Shlishi, he'll be Chayi for damages that occurred to the third person, but only Beniske Gufoy, only for damages that occurred to his Guf, Avaloi Beniske Mamoinoi, but not for any damages that occurred to his moment. My time, what's the reason? Meaning, why is the second person Puffed from any damages that occurred to the third person's mammon, the bar, because we look at the second person as a bar, and we know that bar is potter from Kalem. So again, what's the second version of Rava 2.0? Says Rashi. In the second version, in the Elama Rava, Rava's being Chaiser. Rava holds La'ilam Niskal is Lav Pesheya. And because Rava holds that Niskal is Lav Pesheya, so that means the person is not considered a Pesheya for falling. 
if he's not considered a Peshev for falling, he can't be Chayev for any damages that occurred al Yedei his moment. And the reason is because if he was an Oynes when he fell, say so he didn't dig a bar, because he was an Oynes, and there's no time that you should have picked the pieces up because you're a Mafkin Nezakov, where the Nezakov came about by Oynes, the Allah is going to be part of Stating that he's Chayev for his guf that damages, why? Because he should have gotten up. Now, being that he's Chayev for not getting up, and he's Chayev as what? As an Odom Amazek. If his guf damages, he's an Odom Amazek. And Odom is Chayev, Saifen is Gufe, Saifen is Therefore, he'll be at responsible for any damages that occur to the second person, whether it's the second person's guf or whether it's the second person's mom. The second person that fell on top of the first person is Zichr and Niskalat Peshev. We're going now that Rava holds even the first person's a Niskalat Peshev. So the second person is for sure a Niskalat Peshev. He's definitely an Oynes for falling. If he's an Oynes for falling, he's for sure not going to be Chayev for any damages that occur all your day is moment. The only damages he would be Chayev for is damages that occur all your day himself. Stating that, what Rav is saying now in 2.0 is that he'll only be Chayev for damages that his goof caused another person. But any damages that his goof caused the Kaylee, he's going to be Potter. Why? So this really is Ton Beer. And it's the only part of this that the Gemara explains. Everything else is Teresh Everything else is Rashi and Teresh But this is the only part of the Sukkot that the Gemara addresses. My timer, because this is the part that really is Tamur. If the second person is Chayev for damaging with his guf, because he had an opportunity to get up and he didn't get up, so why is he potter for any damages that occurred to the third person's moment? If he's Chayev for not getting up, what mazik is he? He's another mazik. Other mazik is Chayev on this Kekelem. So the Gemara answers, the Havalei Bar. Because we look at the second person as a bar, bar So even though he's an Adam, but we look at the hefts of the Adam as being a bar. So usually when there's a person lying in a Rishul Sarabim and he doesn't get up, and he's Mazik, he's an Adam Mazik. But this person that fell Nachma somebody else, so we look at this person not even as an Adam Mazik. We look at him as a bar, and he has to cool up bar. And just like bar the halacha is, bar kalim, so too this person is going to have the same exact halacha. He's going to have a bar Now, the fact that we look at this second person as a bar is really a very big chiddush. If you take a look at Rashi, so Rashi tries to, you know, put some words to explain it a little bit. And really, just to bring out the point of why it would be such a chiddush, the fact that you want to treat this person as a bar, I hear it. Conceptually, it's definitely something that resonates a little bit. Where it plays itself out as being a very big chiddush is why would you view the second person as a bar? You would say because he just tripped on somebody. So you can't even give him the chumrah of other world la'ilam. You can't even tra- treat him as a, an other mamazik. But the first person also tripped. And being that we're going niskal oynes, niskal apesheya, samali the first person, mali the second person. And this is the essence of Rava Zalocha. The first person's chay beniske gufu, beniske memoyne, we see him as an other mamazik. Whereas the second person we view as somehow being a, a bar and not being an Adam HaMazik. The reason we would look at the second person as a bar is because he was an Oynes. Well, the first person is Oichet an Oynes. So Rashi says, true, they're both Oynesim, but the second person is even more of an Oynes than the second person. Meaning, than the first person. The first person is a Niskal Lav Peshea. 
The second person is a Nisko, like Ben Benoist Alapashaya, right? This Madrigus in Nisko Alapashaya. So the first person that's only a regular Oynis as far as another Mamazik. But the second person that's a much bigger Oynis, we don't even view him as an other Mamazik, we view him as a bar. Now, Taisfa says that really this part of the Gemara is very, very schwer, and he said if really. If the buck stopped here, the Gemara would have asked on it. And the Gemara would have said, no way. The second guy's a bar, the first person's another. They're both not Pesheya. I never heard of a person being a bar anyways. And besides, what's the difference between the first person and the second person? But Taisa says the Gemara is going to fall off of this literally in 10 seconds. So being that the Gemara anyways had a problem with this, and this is not really going to hold in any way, shape, or form. So therefore, the Gemara let it slide and the Gemara goes back to it. Either way, so what's the Gemara's problem with this? So it's like a Shemakakasha. According to Shmuel, that holds that any time there's a Takala in Rishul Sarabim, even if you're not mafkarit, even with the way afkarino, it's not sure. What is it? It's bar. So I can hear that a mensch a gavra can zayin a bar. Elo le rav da amar iyafkari imi loy loy. But according to rav that holds that abno isnakino masay sheniicha b'shosar rav b'loy afkarino. We look at it as a shar. So mayikel ameimar a person's not mafkar himself, so he can't be any worse than abno isnakino masay b'loy afkarino. And if that's a shar, then he's a chas to be a shar. So the gemara said that according to rav, there's no way in the world that a person could ever be viewed as a bar. So this is the kasha that the Gemara did ask. Tyson says the Gemara could have asked other kashas. But either way, says the Gemara, because it is, Rava version 2.0 doesn't work, right? What was 2.0? Rava's learning the Braisa, Niskal is Latesh. In other words, Niskal is Anoinus. And like the Braisa said, everyone, inside the Rishon, inside the Shani, inside the Shlishi, if there's a Ravi and a Chamishi, even a Shishi, all these guys are going to be potter from any Nizakh that came about all day, their moment. And the reason is because they didn't dig the bar b'pshia. Niskal is an oynus, and even though they could have cleaned it up, then I'm a chuyiv to mafkin azakov. When it happens, I day oynus. The halachas you're going to be part. What Rava meant when he said rishon chayiv bein beniske guf and bein beniske memoni, as opposed to the sheni is chayiv only beniske guf and not beniske memoni. He meant when the adam himself is mazik. The first person is viewed as a adam amazik. Thus, he's chayiv for any nizakin that occurs side to the sheni's guf and side to the sheni's moment. The second person is viewed as uh, but and therefore he's going to be chayv on this gufoi. He's not going to be chayv on this game of money. Problem is the gemara said it would never work. I'll leave it to Rav. As mechudish as it is, and even if you wanted to make it work in Rav's world, obviously it can't work because the only way something can be a bar in Rav's world is if it's hafker. So because it is, the gemara knocks out the second shot, and the gemara is forced to say a third shot. Says the gemara. Loylam kedama meikar. Loylam shot in Rav is the way he or the way we thought Rav said it initially, which was. The first person is going to be chayiv. Sai for any damages that occurred all your day is guf. Sai for any damages that occurred all your day is moment. The sheni is going to be chayiv for damages that occurred all your day is guf. Not for damages that occurred all your day is moment. What was the cheshben? The cheshben was the first person is a niskal peshe because rubber in version 1.0 and in 3.0 is going Niskal Peshea. So Niskal Peshea, you're chai if any damages that occur, you're gone. You're chai if any damages that occur, you're moment because we view you as someone that dug a bar. So therefore, you're chai if Niskal Gufa and Niskal Memoine. The second person who fell on the first person, he's not a Niskal Peshea, he's an Oynes, stating that he could have gotten up, therefore he's chai if any damages that happen, you're gone. But as it relates to 
the damages that occurred Aidei is mom and he's a mafkin of when it happened Aidei Oynes so that Allah is he's going to be potter now what was the problem with that shot we had him a first surprise that had said Kulon and we said Kulon has to meet even the first person Pturin on this game of Oynum it's a first surprise and not that way that the first person if his mom and damages he's going to be potter after the Gemara pushed the terrors Lailam Kedam Amei version 1.0 Udekash Lecha Kulon Chayavin or really Udekash Lecha Kulon, right? The first person, Tirgamarav Ada Barminyumi Kameidiravina Shousku Kalam Bakalim. When the Brysa says that Kulon Pturim, as it relates to the first person, what it means is that everyone is going to be potter, even the first person, for any damages that occur to the other person's mummin. When the damage happened, are you the moment of the person that fell? Meaning, Avada, the first person that falls, he's chayef for damages that happen, are you his guf? He's chayef for damages that happen, are you his moment? And the reason is, and that's what Rava meant when he said the first person's chayef, saibeniske gufoy, saibeniske memoyim. What did the Bryson mean when it said that everyone is potter? On this game of Moinam, what it meant was the damage that occurred to the person afterwards, Mummin. For that, you're going to be Potter. And even the first person is going to be Potter. Why? Because what's the Chiv on this game, Mummin? The Chiv on this game, Mummin is Bar. And Bar is Potter by Caleb. Okay. Rob was saying that the first person is Chayev for any Nizakin that happens, Ayudeh is Gof. And for any Nizakin that happens, Ayudeh is Mummin. What he's saying is, is that the broken shards of pottery or glass that happened as a result of this person, first person falling is viewed as a bard that was dug by this first person. And as a result, he's going to be chay. The second person is part because he's a mafkin azaka. The third person is a mafkin azaka. But the rish, the first person, he dug a bar. You dig a bar, you're going to be chay. The price says you're potter. Rob is talking about al-niske adam. And the Bryce is talking about on this case, Caleb. Rob is saying that when your mummin damages, it's going to be chayv if it damages a person. The Bryce is saying kulam paturim in the sense that if your mummin damages, mummin, then you're going to be potter. Because what it is is bar, and bar is chayv in this kayadam, and it's potter in this kayadam. So it's not a theory. So the oil of Shana Rav is what we thought originally of Shana Rav is. We had a problem because it's a Mufurish of Bryce, and not that way. What are we donning? What's the, the Shaila here? The Shaila is, is the moment of the first person. A bar or is it not a bar? Rav said it's a bar because he said Chayavin. The Bryce says, seemingly, it's not a bar because it says Pturim. The Tarot says, no, the Bryce also holds it's a bar. I says Pturim. It means Pturim if the moment damaged moment. Oh, if the moment damages moment. So that's bar beniske kalim. Halach is bar beniske kalim. Everyone holds is going to be potter. So let's see, kum, we had a brysa. Where the brysa said that you had three people that were walking one behind another. They're all carrying mices. And the first person trips, who causes the second person to trip, who causes the third person to trip. And now the oilam has to sort out this mess here. We have to figure out what we're going to do. The first person's chayib in this case, the second person's chayib in this case, it's pretty straightforward. Says Rava, true. However, it's not the same. When we say the first person's chayv in his keshani, it's not the same as when we say the second person's chayv in his keshlishi. The first person's chayv in his keshani, bein beniske gufay, bein beniske mamoyne. The second person is chayv in his keshlishi, dafka beniske gufay, however, not beniske mamoyne. The question is, what did Rafa mean? And really, 
we have two versions, Shtayim Shein Shloisha, in terms of understanding exactly what Rava was saying. And the first understanding of the Gemara, what Rava was saying was that the first person is going to be Chai Beniske Gufai, any damage that occurred al his gof, who beniske money, any damage that occurred al his mamen. The second person will be chayf in niske gufay, any damage that occurred all your day is gof, but it'll be potted from niske mama. What's the difference? The first person is a niske peshaya, does, he's chayf for damage that happens all your day is gof, he's also chayf for damage that happened all your day is mamen, because the moment that happened all your day is pshio, he's considered someone that dog a bar, thus he's going to be chayf. The second person is a niske ba'inus, because he tripped on somebody else, Thus, even though really Niska Peshaya, but he's Zichar and Oynes, he'll be Chai for Niske Gufa, he should have gotten up. He's Potter for Niske Mamoinai, for his moment that damages. Why? Because he's a Mafkin Azaka. In the second version of the Gemara, the Gemara said that no, it's not what Rabba was saying. Rabba held Niskal is Lav Peshaya. And even the first person would never be chayef in this game of Moina. What Rubber was saying was the first person who's chayef for Nezokin that happens all day is guf, will be chayef cipher damages that occur to the second person's guf and cipher damages that occur to the second person's moment. As opposed to the second person, he'll only be chayef for damages that occur to the third person's guf, but not the damages that occur to the third person's moment. What's the difference? They're both Niska Lav The difference is in levels. The first person was a little bit more of a Peshea than the second person was. Thus, the first person is viewed as an Adam Amazik, and Adam Amazik is Chayef even for Niske Kalim. The second person is viewed as a Bar, and Bar is Pater from Kalim. Le Maskana, the Gemara, said that it's the first version of Rava that's the right version, and really the nuance between version 1.0 and version 3.0 was not in Rava. Rava's first version and Rav's third version is the same. It was really had to be Miyash of a Bryce, because we had a Bryce that said Kulam Turin, which was throwing us for a loop, and that's where it played itself out regarding the different Lashonis in the Gemara. Either way, we conclude on a very light note. The Bryce has said that when is it that the first person is responsible to have it to the second person, the second person is responsible to have it to the third person? That's only if that's the way it played itself out. So the first person fell, the second person fell on the first person, and then the third person fell on the first person. Uh, third person fell on the second person. If, however, one person would fall and everybody would trip on the first person, then already would be different. So the, meaning, only the first person would be chayv. He be chayv everything. Says the Gemara, How's that even possible? Meaning, you're assuming you have one lane and cars are driving. So if the first car stops, it makes a shortcut. The second guy hits the first, third person hits the second. Machmas Rishin sounds like they all hit the first. Like, how do you make that work? So the Gemara says, it's Pashit, and there were different Amiram, they gave different Mashon to this. Rapapa, Rapapa said, the Paschal Urche Kishaldo. So think you're driving in the street, all of a sudden you see a novella, so you see a deer that's lying uh, across the road. So if it's lying across the road, you could have people not walking behind each other, but all walking aside from each other, and they would all trip on this deer, on this novella, albeit a different part of the novella. He said, sometimes uh, a summa, someone that can't see, so he had a stick that he would walk with, and Amol, just because he was trying to figure out where to go, so the stick would end up along the width of the road. So you could have a few people that would trip on the same stick, and they would trip on different parts of it, so that Said the Shani and Said the Shlishi would have both tripped Machmas the Rishon. Either way, this concludes a Festa Dafir Perikaminiach, and we will stop here.